Today I've been chatting with Johnny Jensen, founder of Team Superdad and the Hero Academy. He talks about his journey through his failed marriage and how he worked to become the man he wanted to be and the dad his children needed him to be. Hi Johnny, nice to see you. Hello Marie, good. I'm very pleased to see you too. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I'm really looking forward to talking to you. So let's just start off, paint a picture of who you are, what you do. Tell us everything about you. So thanks. Yeah, I'm Johnny Jensen. I'm the creator and founder of Team Superdad and the Hero Community. We are an irresistible community of modern dads creating the life we want to live rather than the life we feel stuck in. And I have two tremendously awesome and slightly taxing uh, children, uh, Jago and Rosie, they're 11 and nine, both heavily practicing at being teenagers. Um, <laughs> based in uh, Maidstone in Kent, just, just south of London. I've, yeah, I've been in, I've been, I've got family in Chicago, family in, in, down here in Kent. So, you know, some of my travels, I've been, I lived in Brighton for a while, Chicago, Amsterdam. So yeah, I've got 20 years digital marketing experience and I created Team Superdad off the back of my marriage, which uh, didn't pan out quite as I planned. And um, the emotional uh, breakdown myself, um, we went through a series of quite ridiculously unpredictable challenges in our marriage. Um, uh, illness with my wife, illness with my, our babies, um, and I didn't realise that I was actually as burnt out as I was. Uh, here's a tip for your listeners. The day you search Google for am I burnt out, uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really big clue, yeah, yeah. Would you be prepared to share um, the experience of the illnesses that you're mentioning could you go into that a little bit more yeah i can and obviously i'll be respectful to my to my ex-wife but um off the back of off the back of some uh, miscarriages um her health never really uh, got better right and and doctors at the time i'm sure many couples will experience this the doctor just sort of says oh you know just crack on like yeah. give it a give it six weeks and, and go for it. And it didn't really take into account any of the emotional roller coaster or the grief that I felt. Um, and as a dad, didn't feel like I could say I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, when Rosie was, was born, it was you know obviously quite an anxious pregnancy and the doctors were very keen to make sure everything was okay. Um, the birth was, 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 was a roller coaster and um, following that time, uh, my wife's health never really re, you know, re recovered. Um, she experienced, you know, what were quite ME type, you know, autoimmune exhaustion, chronic pain, sleep, you know, issues, all sorts of, her body was just went haywire. Basically. Yeah. And mm. rather than speak too much about that I can say for myself as a dad, I was terrified. Yeah. I thought my wife was dying. I have the experience of my mum dying when I was a kid. I, I, I didn't, I had a, I had a two year old boy and a, and a baby girl uh, as a stepson um, who, uh, who doesn't talk to me anymore as his, that's his choice, but uh, that's fine. Um, um, but it, it was just trying to keep everything going, growing a business, managing our finances, 
um, keeping myself happy and sane, it was it it got to the point where I was just desperately uh, didn't know which I didn't know what I was doing. I was, I was running on on uh, running on vapors to to take a line from Top Gun. Uh, you know, there's nothing left, and you know things like Red Bull and energy drinks and working late and and sleep deprivation and but at the same time having fun as well you just got two babies and a, and, a, and, a, and a young stepson just trying as much as possible to have fun and keep spirits up so it's 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 a problem for dads when they take too much on their shoulders it's like if i can just keep going we'll get out the other side if, if i can just keep everything all right we'll be all right if, if everyone else is okay i'll be okay and a bit like uh, you know, something being squished down like a heavy weight on your shoulder. You're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And if, if it was a, you know, a, a cartoon character, it would be one of those kind of concertina moments where Tom squashes or Jerry squashes Tom and he's like, and sadly, in, in 2014, when my, my, my brother uh, took his life, it, 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 it hit me. I, I realized I had nothing, I had nothing left. Um, and that's that's when we separated and, and ultimately nine months later broke up and, and which then began my mental health journey and recovery, um, which I'm happy to talk about as well. But, you know, the, the journey downhill was five years and the journey back up was was at least th three years. It's so interesting. Gosh, there's so many things I'd I'd love to pick up on on what you've just said. It's like, oh, where do I go next? But I just, you know, I wanted to share with you, and I wasn't planning on sharing this at all. Um, but in my first marriage, we experienced uh, one miscarriage, and we'd been trying, or I had been trying, to to fall pregnant for a number of years, and we never really got past that miscarriage. When I look back now, years later. And I look back at my, my now ex-husband's reaction and response, I'm pretty certain he didn't really want to have children in the first place. And we were on this journey together, but we weren't congruent. We weren't, we weren't parallel. We were, we're I'm, I'm sitting here waving my arms around Johnny, which you can see, but nobody else can see. We were kind of going off on very different tracks. And, it's, and you've just reminded me of that kind of honesty with ourselves as much as anything else. And when you talk about all these things that are being thrown onto you, I get this sense of gravity squishing you down into a smaller and smaller. Yeah, exactly. You gravity from every angle. So, on, so on top of that, my, my son, he was fine for the first six months of his life and then started getting repeated bouts of pneumonia. And it wasn't until my daughter was born and she got pneumonia at six months that we were the idea that the house we were living in had mold mold spores that we couldn't see it wasn't like there was black stuff on the walls it was none of that um but it just so happened that we lived quite near a stream and blah 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 um so yeah so that when, and when we finally were able to move out of that house within six months both babies were, were totally fine wow gosh so what so you at that point in your life you had um a marriage which was which was challenged through the illness and and attempts to have children you know you know unfortunately even the miscarriages you talked about you had a suicide in the family 
you had illnesses of other children, you had your own work that you were trying to keep going, and then you had some ideas that your home possibly wasn't serving you in the best way. I mean, it would be very difficult for anybody to manage all of that, do you think? Uh, yes, I do. And uh, it's part of the inspiration for Team Superdad, um, my, okay. my community and the Hero Academy programme. It's men are so, you know, we're brought up to just get on with it. You know, you don't, like, you don't get a manual and you know, no more than mums necessarily get a manual, you know, but there is just this traditional idea that get a, get a job, keep the money coming in, keep smiling, you know, don't cry, you know, and thankfully some of those stigmas, some of those cliches or whatever paradigms are, are, are shifting. But still, as a, as a dad and a husband, the idea that I will provide, that I will keep the ship afloat, that I will have fun, that we will, we will smile, we will play, we will love, we will have sex, we will have friends, we will, like, all these, it's, it's a bit like, guess who you know but before you know it all the faces are being knocked down You're like this wasn't the plan i had and mm. that itself can then put more pressure on because like oh my gosh i'm failing how can i possibly keep all this going i'm so far away from where i think we should be and yet the secrets of success aren't really that secret when we look around us there are people are whether it's an athlete, whether it's a businessman, whether it's a church leader, whether it's a, uh, someone from the community who's running a soup kitchen or something like like all these different buckets which you might associate with having a balanced, positive, healthy, happy life. Um, we, as we get worn out and worn down, we start to put all our attention into fewer and fewer buckets. And from a mental health and well-being point of view, uh, we need to keep each of those buckets full up. So we need to put time into our relationship. We need to put time into our children. We need to look at our work with balance and energy. We need to spend time on our own. We need to have a hobby. We need to find flow. We need to be fit and healthy. I don't mean run a triathlon fit and healthy, but I do mean grab your toddler out the car and carry it to bed. I do mean outrun your 13 year old at the park playing football. Like this level of fitness um, is really vital to our creativity and to our energy and to the amount of love we can both give and receive. Quite often people will be like, oh, I think I'm depepressed and actually they're exhausted. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to have a look at their sleep uh, before before you know as, as well as everything else. So when you can say to a uh, when you can create something for men that gives them that structure and support, then you have a better chance of them realizing actually I'm doing all right or actually I'm not doing all right, but given the evidence that's going on, that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's interesting when you know as you were listing all those buckets i was feeling exhausted you know listening to the list of buckets and i guess ultimately there's just one bucket yeah life yeah yeah do, do you go on a japanese ikigai is a japanese kind of principle for living and they've been talking about this for you know to, have many thousands of years and the things that i listed are basically ikigai right which is the flow of life mm. so if you're looking after yourself well you probably would also look after your neighbors and if you're looking after yourself and your neighbors well then that's naturally going to include your family and if you're mm. thinking about yourself and your balance in life well then you'll make sure that your work is fulfilling so 
it kind of is exhausting to juggle all those things but a bit like cooking a roast dinner if you lay out all the things that you're going to prepare in the next three or four hours it's like oh my gosh how on earth is that going to end up as a meal but when you do it in order and you do it with a smile on your face and you involve others in a glass of wine and some music it suddenly all comes together and life can be like that as well I love that and and actually in my in my world I think what you're clearly saying is it's about uh, putting ourselves first and, and, and being kind to ourselves. Because when we're kind to ourselves, we have the capacity to, 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 to push out, to, to, to give out to other people. Yeah, 100%. And thinking about men in relationships, you know, uh, and you know, forgetting the kind of current modern types of how men and women have to think about each other if we just go back to some more animal instincts male female women it would seem to me from both things that i've read and from my experience is they don't want to be served and done everything for them and and, and fixed and you know every time someone tells you a problem they're oh I'll, go, I'll tell you what to do it's like, yeah. shut up and listen to her she just wants to say what's going on for 10 minutes okay and so but as we try as men as we try and fix 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 particularly with the pressures of sort of modern you've got to fix everything um it's not attractive it's not attractive it's not it's not what our relationship is not like the carnal energy of our relationship so there's parts of both masculine and feminine energy which are look after yourself first be fit and healthy have some friends have some interests so you know to, and i don't mean like the classic go to the pub every night and get pissed expect a dinner and a blowjob like that's not like we're not talking about that anymore but we are talking about yeah you should be playing golf or whatever your hobby is or be in a band or you shouldn't make time for yourself and then as your kids you know make time for them and make time for your wife date nights daddy days like mm. and time for yourself these are all part you can't keep going if you don't have that kind of balance because eventually you'll be upset and pissed off that you haven't seen your mates or play golf yeah yeah that's a good point and and actually it's really interesting because two of my friends um are the breadwinners they're women and they're the breadwinners in the family and the husbands are stay-at-home dads and what's fascinating is when i talk to them they say the kind of things that the stereotypical male might say so it's a kind of it can be a role thing yeah the person who's bringing the money in the person who's going out to work the person who feels they've got all these buckets that they're needing needing to keep filled up and it was something you said to me earlier so is team super dad only open to men yes uh i have the url team super mum i my vision isn't about a community of men doing only men's things you know i started it as a single dad community and because my pain and struggle was all about helping other dads get through that quicker easier with less pain but as my journey evolved i realized the goals hopes visions ambitions i had were the same as a single dad as they were when i was married as they were before i got married and was looking to to find that perfect person and so uh, also the toxic energy around single parent communities and single parent groups someone said to me imagine a party with all your team super dad people there would it be fun <laughs> like, <laughs> 
probably not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Which was horrific. I was like, no, that's not that's not what I'm building here. Um, but you know, a, a community of of modern dads, uh, you know, creating the life they desire, relationships that work, fun and energy, uh, a, a wife you know that's that's thriving and and, and relishing their relationship as, as a team as a family and if they're separated you know what does it look like to our children let alone our friends and community where we can have a positive relationship with our ex not for any other reason than it's good for the kids absolutely that takes a very evolved person to be able to think like that and create it and persevere because it, it probably won't happen overnight or over a year but if you can stay committed to it and create it then then that is magic and as far as team super mom goes i would love to have the two communities in parallel and then coming together one of my original visions for for it all was called the lodge and it was based around those tv programs where they send the problem teenagers to a dude ranch oh yeah so the man is going to go out and do like three or four days kind of empowerment work, reconnecting with himself, his goals, his vision. And then the wife and children will then join him for the last part of the week or the weekend. They would also do some cool stuff. I'm a qualified firewalk instructor, so firewalking and whitewater rafting and, and those kind of things. But you reconnect as a family. You the kids have, get an idea of they've got a voice and what they want to create and they want to happen. And the wife or the partner gets to hear their husband's love and commitment and vision for their future. So un, instead of coming back from holiday with a credit card bill and a, and a hangover, uh, you come back with this beautiful picture of, of, of the next year or five years ahead. And there's so few couples who really get it right and thrive. And, um, but when you see them, when I speak, to, I spoke to a dad a couple of weeks ago, and he said, "Well, he goes, the secret is we make time for each other." Yeah. And you're just like, "Wow, that anyone can do that." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it is so true, and isn't it? Isn't it true that often we have our our capacity to listen to our colleagues, to our children, to the person who's road raging us in, you know, in the car, whatever it is. And then we get home and we haven't got a capacity to listen anymore. And that's the person we should be listening to the most or the person who's, who, who, who's deserving of our listening the most. Yeah. And, and these are just routines, you know, yeah. as, as a couple. Um, and I can talk about you know, people's routines if they're single and coming home, you know, but as a couple, find out what time each of you are getting home. Like, make sure that that first 20 minutes, you're, you're together and you're chit-chatting. Don't, you know, to put music on, not the TV. Like, mm. this, this has to happen. This, you know, mm. at, at, at the height of my marriage breakdown, um, we, I was getting in, cleaning the house, putting the kids to bed. And as I came downstairs for what was going to be my evening, she would pass me and go, go to bed and that's that's not a that's not a slight on me or her it's just you know you you've got to dedicate that time and feel excited about the time that you you spend together so yeah. you know as you were alluding to there what does our schedule for the week look like if you do, if you have a plan of because because no plan is a plan no routine is a routine what time yeah. you leave the house what time you get up you brush your teeth you make your coffee you get out the cars at the traffic jam if you 
10 minutes later the traffic jams were so don't do that what all your meetings your lunchtime the train home all of that is mapped out why wouldn't you map out the exact times during a week that you're going to hang out and reconnect and and celebrate each other get get nosy what have you been up to um oh there's so much i could i could say about that but yeah yeah and it's yeah so i do call a reconnection conversation and rather than go through the whole thing now but just make time to have a conversation that isn't a dialogue what did i used to do for you that you that you miss um what what did i do for you this last couple of weeks that really helped what could have i have done for you this last couple of weeks that i didn't do is there anything you wanted to say to me that didn't that you didn't feel like you could you know, those kind of questions and you don't have a discussion about it you just sit there and hear the other person yeah and then following that you're like right well what can i be responsible there what can i make different um you know those kind of moments in a relationship uh, are gold a, a couple that does that gives themselves the most powerful chance for a for a for a future but more than that a real happy day-to-day life yeah lovely lovely so when when did you have your moment where where you knew that things needed to change in your marriage you know what what was there a point um when you thought okay i need to make some changes yes and i made a video um we 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 broke up on october the 5th and i was keeping a video diary i thought it was going to be a diary of how we made it through the other side <laughs> uh on october the second or third i think it's my uh, well, i may i've got i've got a video of it and it's me and i'm sat there and i say it's it's over um sadly i didn't proactively manage that um it actually ended with quite a a, a nasty argument uh, regrettably um but that's what i mean about breaking up positively you know gwyneth paltrow a couple of years probably 10 now blimey mm. she's conscious on uncoupling which sounds like a load of old guffy woo woo but whether the world's evolved or whether I've just evolved, I really now understand conscious uncoupling, like put everything into making that relationship work. Align with your goals and vision for life, align with your values, like talk about what's going on and what's, people change. Maybe maybe your marriage was a chapter and now you're in a new chapter. So come to terms with that together and break up positively. But for me, I was started, I was, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fixer. So I'm looking on the internet, what I can do. And I, I came across this, this, this idea of something called a double bind, which Tony Robbins talks about, it's, you know, but, um, so you're kind of damned if you do damned, if you don't, I can't leave, she's unwell. We're going to make this work. I've got a three year old and a five year old. I'm committed to my family. What kind of a failure am I if I leave versus I can't possibly wake up to another day like this i'm i'm broken i'm I, i'm having suicidal thoughts i i i don't know how i'm going to get through the, the next hour let alone the next day or week that should become a moment where you realize you know a doctor said to me you do know it's not normal to have suicidal thoughts but mm. i'd rationalized it like just options i'm just going through my options he's <laughs> like that's a red that's a red flag like yeah. when it becomes because what i know from that experience is like a roulette wheel as stuff happens the options go down but mm -hmm. that one option because it is the ultimate choice will always remain on the table yeah and that's a sign that you're not well because when you are well it's not even near the table yeah that's a good point yeah so then then what happened um we, we we broke up i had to start rebuilding myself um 
family court sadly became a thing where I was fight. I wanted to just share the children and get along. Um, and for whatever reason, much like many couples breaking up, we've I found myself in in family court. And that's another whole podcast, uh, Marie. But you know, um, uh, let me just say on that subject that fifty-fifty shared care is a, a, a reasonable reality for, for, for and, and should be sought after by families. You know, where there's no well-being concerns, where each parent is a good person, regardless of what went on in the relationship. Um, then our children deserve access to both parents. It's not about parental rights; it's about child rights. And I had to rebuild myself from um, from a perspective of my mental health, and uh, and that took counselling. It took antidepressants. It took fitness. I joined a singing choir. Turns out I'm really good at singing. Mm. Um, and, and and friends. I called it a Fab Four. So have four friends that you include in your Fab Four. Let them know you're in a in a pickle that you need them but also let them know that there's three other people so that so that you won't be just relying on them so you can then kind of rotate through the through the circle of of, of this of this of uh, this group of people but you can't just take antidepressants and expect to get better you know frustrated unless you've got a medical depression but you know i hear i talk to people they're like, oh yeah i've been taking them for three years i'm like well why mm. What have you? What else have you been doing? What, where, where, where were you, and where did you want to get to? How's that journey been? You know, um, I got really interested in what was going on. I was like, okay, well, how am I feeling? All right. Um, in my youth, I did party quite hard, and so I had experiences of what drugs did to my brain, and so I was like, no, doctor, we need to up this. We need to up this. So I got to the point where I was taking forty milligrams of citalopram a day. And then one day I was sat on the couch and I, was, I, I couldn't find my wallet or something. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so I just, aha, I, I have reached the top. Um, and, but I'd also said I only wanted to be on them for a year. So I kind of created a, a, a healing journey for myself. The counselling I was on, I was on, I was with for 18 months. And the counselling, by the way, is it, it took me three counsellors to find someone who I, who I, related to who I found the, the, the location comfortable yeah. um, the time of the day that I saw her was correct you know it's it's, it's tricky finding a good counsellor so mm. don't put up with one that's that, that doesn't work you know if you wouldn't sit through a, a whole box set if you didn't if it wasn't going well like you'd change box set it's a good point and and you know and 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 don't give up if the first one doesn't work you know I, I love that you know keep keep putting your needs first I I really really love that listen tell me so so where what does the future look like for you now then for team super dad and and the hero academy you know what what were your hopes for for the next steps yeah, it's just to keep, you know, welcoming more dads in, really. Um, the Team Super Dad is the free community. The Hero Academy is the, is the paid program. Um, it's about lifting dads up, giving them the tools, the support, the coaching. Uh, I'm no guru, you know. I'm a dad who's been through this. I wish I was my best mate 10 years ago. I wish I was the coach myself 10 years ago yeah 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 uh i i love that 
I really love that. So, so tell me, um, as we start to get towards the end of our, our chat together, what would be your message to any, anybody, any dad, or maybe even a mum who's in the same position, but who's, who's, who's in that place of real confusion, they've maybe stretched themselves way too far, they can't see a way forward, what would be your message to them? So it goes in a couple of different ways. But first and foremost, get really clear on your on your vision and goals and where you're headed in life. Tune into what your values are, because when we are living a life at odds with our goals, and values and, and, and ultimate like where we want to head, then it's it's a bumpy ride. It's like on the plane with the turbulence. It's, it's uncomfortable. There's friction in our relationship. So between the two of you really reconnect the love, passion, excitement that probably passed so what does it look like now you know and be prepared if you sit this down together and work it out that if you're on completely different pages hug each other probably cry and and recognize that it's time for a new chapter um, because fearing what comes next after a breakup is is crazy like the day after we broke up i was alive you yeah. know we 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 were okay. It was tough, and 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 if we could have broken up in a, in a more healthy, positive way, that would have been really really great. Um, and as far as our kids go, just create time with your kids. Like our their childhood is so fleeting, really, in the grand scheme of things. With any luck, we'll live for ninety years, and they'll live for seventy years. So, although this time when they're babies is is the most fun bit, it's not their whole life. But enjoy it. Um, find, I, I talk about creating a family brand, create things that you do. We talk about Team Jensen, uh, create things that you do, be busy, say yes more than no. Like if the sun's out, go to the beach. Even if, it's a 45 minute drive at least for us to get to the beach. But if the sun's out and my kids say, can we go to the beach? Like, yes, you can mow the lawn next week. Those, those kind of things. Um, and just finally on, on, on this whole wrap up that we've been saying today is put time and energy into yourself but don't exclude your partner from it. Like allow them to be excited about the fact that you're getting fit or you've joined a, a singing choir, you know, really celebrate each other and be interested in what each other's doing. And if you have split up, everything that I've just said is the basis for finding a really positive new relationship. Um, and don't be hoodwinked into the dating apps because they will undermine your mental health just as quick as they will get you a shag. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, there's so many things that you said in there. And, and as a woman, I just wanted to say to you or to reiterate what you just said is when I when my, I realized my first marriage was broken, was finished, I was devastated. And if at that point you'd said to me, well, in 2021, you'll be remarried in a really strong relationship with two stepsons who and you adore each other, I would never have believed you. Yeah. But that 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 new chapter, the closing of a chapter and, and the, the next chapter is so true because we have no idea, do we? We have no idea what's next. I love that. I really, really love what you've just said. So how do people make contact with you? What what do people do? I'll put this in the show notes, but tell me as well. Thank you very much. I'm Johnny Jensen, J-O-N-N-I-E. Uh, which is pretty randomly unique. Uh, basically, when I was at school, I didn't like the way that the Y went below the line. And so I put an IE on it. So I'm, I'm pretty much Johnny Jensen everywhere and Team Superdad uh, or Team Superdad HQ on Instagram and, and Twitter. But if people come to teamsuperdad.com forward slash group, 
then they will join the power list. They will end up in the Happy Dads group on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, you can search for Happy Dads Team Super Dad. Um, and uh, barring all of that, just go to TeamSuperDad.com and it'll all it'll all be very obvious what you need to do. Yeah, and the forward slash group that's a that's a, a, a free resource. That's an that's an an entry into you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the that's like the front door. That's the entry ground level entry into Team Superdad. Um, I'm actually doing a, a training there later on uh, managing debt and avoiding bankruptcy. Uh, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm just sharing my 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 journey there um and i do work one-on-one with dads and i have actually worked one-on-one with with some mums as well uh one mum in particular she said i really need to understand my (laughs) ex-husband well you know i think there's that's a whole new podcast and that is definitely a worthy a worthy avenue for team super dad (laughs) johnny it's been wonderful i've really enjoyed talking to you thank you so much for your time Oh, absolute pleasure. A thrill to have you on. And uh, yeah, we should do reciprocate and uh, have you come and spread some wisdom for the Team Superdad podcast. Let's do that. Yeah. Thanks again. You've been listening to Precarious Parenting by Realisation Works. Subscribe to realisationworks.com to access more resources, including monthly blogs written to be shared with younger people.